So nowadays what I do is I post, here are my travel dates, this is where I'm gonna be. And a lot of times I have clients reach out to me through the great world of Instagram <laughs> that are like, hey, you're gonna be in my area. I would love to do a family session or engagement or anniversary or whatever it is. I always have clients that are reaching out when I'm on some sort of trip, so. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to the Brands at Book Show, where we help creative service-based businesses build their brands and find more clients. I'm your host, Davey Jones. Today's guest is one of our favorite photographers, Renee Dickerson of Renee Hollingshead Photography. Renee travels the world shooting weddings and engagements, and today we're chatting about just that, how she started booking destination work, tips for traveling and booking travel, and how she approaches pricing for her destination work. We've known Renee for quite some time now, and she actually shot a lot of the brand images that you see on our website over at DaveyandKrista.com. And those are some of my favorite images just in general of me and Krista and the family. If Renee is ever traveling to your area, we highly recommend booking her. She'll frequently post her travel dates on her Instagram account, so be sure to check that out. Be sure to check out the show notes at DaveyandKrista.com for the resources we mentioned during the episode, and I want to hear from you. Let me know what kind of content you'd like to see on the Brands of Book podcast as we move forward. To leave your feedback, just send us a DM on Instagram, at DaveyandKrista. Now, on to the episode. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Branson Book Podcast. I'm here with very special guest, longtime friend, Renee of Renee Hollingshead Photography. <laughs> hey, how are you? Yeah, thanks for joining me, Renee. Really excited to chat. If you have ever been to our website before, a lot of the images on our website, our most recent brand images were taken by Renee. Some of my favorite photos ever. I have one actually above my desk. It's me holding Jack up by his feet. <laughs> one of my favorite photos probably of all time. So Mine too. It's so cute. Yeah. So, and I'm excited. <laughs> so <little> that. <laughs> we need to have you out to the new house to do updated images for sure. So, I can't wait. Yeah. But Hey, enough about that. The reason that I have Renee on the show today is because she is not only a talented photographer, but also a world traveler. So I wanted to, I want to chat about, first of all, how you booked, how you've come to book so much destination work. All right. So that's one thing that we're going to cover today. I want to cover, and then just steps that, you know, practical advice that you have for other people who also want to do something similar. Another question that we get a lot along the same lines of that is pricing. It's great. You book something or you get an inquiry for something and then you're wondering like, okay, how do I price for that? You want to work it because maybe it's in a cool location, but at the same time, you're worried about the prices maybe being out of that person's range, you know? So I want to hear about how you manage that. And then... Talking about equipment and traveling with equipment, I know that you shoot film, so traveling with film. And do you, are you still shooting film primarily? Yes, I am, and I love it. <laughs> okay, yeah, awesome. And I didn't know if we, I didn't know if we got you to switch to like the GFX or. You sure did. <laughs> yes. Yes. You guys I mean, are such I, influencers. I'm just saying, if I knew about the GFX the whole time, I don't know. 
<laughs> just kidding. I would have shot film because I love film, but but the GFX does make everything so easy. So photographers out there, if you love the look of film, the Sony GFX, mirrorless, medium format, digital camera, it's amazing. But again, we're I don't want to get sidetracked. So Renee, tell us a little bit about how you got into photography and then eventually how you started traveling so much. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm excited to be here. And my photography journey started 10 years ago when I started my business back in Maryland. I'm currently now in Florida. And, you know, I just fell in love with it. It was just a great outlet, something that I've done ever since I was a kid. I took my first photography class in middle school and I just revisited everything again right after college. And so I built my business back in 2010 and it's just been growing ever since. And I've been lucky to travel around the US, around the world, and I don't see me stopping anytime soon. (laughs) Do you feel like you've always been, you've always loved to travel? I always have ever since I was a kid. So I actually started traveling at a very young age. My parents are from Jamaica. And so every summer when we were in grade school, they sent us away to Jamaica and we spent the entire three months there. So it was really fun, exciting just to be around family and meet new friends and just explore new culture and lifestyle. So ever since then, I could say that I've always traveled. My parents used to do a lot of road trips as kids. We've driven all the way from Miami all the way to Canada one time. <laughs> I distinctly remember you know, that really, really long car ride. Probably never forget but, that you know, one. Yeah, we'll never forget it. But it was great. And, you know, we stopped along the way and we've just always traveled as a family. So it's it was kind of a no brainer when I was a little bit further along in my business to continue that. So, so that's how, how did that you... Started. Yeah. Was that something that you sort of planned into your business that you're like, you know, I want to shoot a lot of destination stuff or was it something that just sort of came along? Yeah, it kind of came along. So my husband and I got married seven and a half years ago in Mexico and being the first grandchild on my dad's side and the first person to get married out of my generation in my family, we wanted to have this really big elaborate wedding and it became way stressful. And we're like, let's just cut to the chase. Going away is way more our vibe. So let's just get married in Mexico and whoever can be there will be there. And we're just going to have a really great time. And so it was a full like four days of so much fun with all of our friends and family that came by. And when I got home, I was like, this is what I want to do. I just, I love traveling. I love weddings and I don't know how I'm going to do it, but we're going to make it happen and make it a thing. And so we did. (laughs) That's awesome. So what were the first few opportunities that came along? And I guess, how did you start transitioning so that destinations could become a part of your business? Yeah, absolutely. So it's funny because after we got married in Mexico, a lot of other friends, I convinced them like destination wedding is the way to go. You're stressed out, like just do it. You're going to you know, love it. You won't regret it. And so they, I convinced two friends, one to get married in Great Exuma, Bahamas, And then another friend to get married in Mexico. And they were like, you convinced us to do this. You've done this a million times. We love your work. So like, do you want to shoot my wedding? And so they hired me. So it was great. So I went to two of those places. And then after that, I started traveling a lot with my friend Caitlin. And we just started traveling around the world together to just really fun, cool places. And she never came back. You know, she she's still she's still overseas. Still in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, we just 
traveled and I showed it all over my Instagram when Instagram was just a baby back then. And people caught on and they saw that we were traveling, that we were shooting all over the world and that I was shooting clients all over the world. And it just kind of snowballed and just grew from there. And people just started hiring me. My first big, I would say overseas trip would be an elopement on the Amalfi Coast. And then like after that, people were like, Okay, done. She's a traveler. Yeah, favorite. <laughs> so I kind of branded myself as a destination wedding photographer through the years. And, you know, now people don't even bat an eye when I'm like, oh, I'm traveling here and there. So, yeah, that's awesome. First of all, Amalfi Coast, maybe, <laughs> maybe my favorite location, you know, outside yeah, of home absolutely. in the world. Just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. There's a lot of places I want to go, but it's, it's definitely at the top three places that I've obsessed over over the last few years yeah it's just beautiful weather's great anyways <laughs> as far as traveling in all these different places because a lot of that was personal travel as well i mean did yeah. you try to line up work while you were yeah. away doing personal travel so what did that look like yeah so whether it's for business or whether it's for personal travel i always try to line things up just so that way i can make the most out of that trip and get as much content so Nowadays, what I do is I post here are my travel dates. This is where I'm going to be. And a lot of times I have clients reach out to me through the great world of Instagram that yeah. are like, hey, you're going to be in my area. I would love to do a family session or engagement or anniversary or whatever it is. I always have clients that are reaching out when I'm on some sort of trip. So it's been great. And it's a fun way to get extra content and also just shoot in somewhere new, which is so exciting. Yeah. And as far as the content that you're building through all your travels, is it primarily shared through Instagram? Are you sharing it elsewhere too? Yeah. So I'm sharing it, my travel dates on a newsletter. So a lot of clients know to reach out and check, you know, those travel dates monthly. I usually post those there and I post them in my stories on Instagram. I post them on my feed. I post it on my blog, Facebook, Pinterest, everywhere, you know, so that way that information is out there and usually people are contacting me for that. Yeah, for sure. So people who really want to start shooting destination stuff, mm -hmm. what would be sort of your advice for them to start transitioning towards that? Yeah, absolutely. The biggest thing I could say is always just shoot wherever you're going. It doesn't matter if it is a new place in your city or the next town over or you're going on a vacation. Um, just shoot content. People like to see what you're doing and what what's going on in your personal life. So, you know, they get excited by that and they see that you're traveling and they want to be a part of it too. So when they're traveling, they are reaching out to you. So it's a great resource to just shoot as much content, no matter where you are. And that's how we, my friend Caitlin and I started, we would just travel around the world and, you know, we went to Morocco and we shot a bunch of content there. We didn't have models. We didn't have a couple, but we shot as much content there. And then we went to the next place. We set up a shoot in Spain. Um, we actually set up two shoots in Spain. We set up a shoot in Portugal. And that's kind of how we got into it where people are like, wow, you know, you're shooting bridal content, you're shooting engagement sessions, you're shooting whatever. And people just want a part of that. And they see that you're building your portfolio as a destination photographer. I mean, they see that you travel and they hire you because that's already what you're doing. People want to see what content you're putting out there to believe that you're, you know, a destination wedding or traveler or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So as far as the, uh, like setting up shoots and stuff like that, one thing you mentioned in Morocco, you didn't even have any models, right? So it's just kind of shooting yeah. what you can. We tried really hard, <laughs> but yeah. it was really hard to do it. So what we did instead is we just shot travel content. 
tons of it. You know, we walked around the Medina, we went on different excursions, we went camelback riding, we did so many different things that we were like, this is great content, you know, to photograph. Yeah. So. And so, but Spain and Portugal, you were able to set up shoots with models. How did you? Yeah, get- we set up shoots with models. We reached out to designers. We worked out some shoots with some bridal dress designers in both of those areas. We also reached out to planners who were like very eager to set something up for us, which is great. And that was actually my first Style Me Pretty feature was one of our shoots in Spain. I mean, you know, I found this planner on Pinterest and we just started beacon and then we became friends and it was like hey we're gonna be there and so you know it's really awesome to see the community around the world you can really connect with other vendors and different people from all over the world and really make something magical and fun together so it's amazing (laughs) yeah and i don't want to make something out to be rocket science when it's not necessarily but was there any i mean did you do anything special in reaching out to this planner on pinterest No, I didn't. I just, it's funny because Lucy, she actually just like liked a picture or something on Pinterest. And I like commented back and then I was like, oh, where are you based? And she's like, Spain. I was like, funny, we're going to Spain (laughs) in like two months. And, you know, it just like became like this great friendship right away. And we just connected really well. And that's funny because, you know, that was like six years ago when, when it wasn't, as relevant as it is now to just DM people and be like, I'm in your country. <laughs> so it was really cool. Sure. She, you yeah. know, she loved our work. We sent her our portfolios and we're like, we'd love to do something. And so we hopped on a train, met her in Malaga and did this amazing styled shoot. And ever since then, I was like, this, this is it. This is fun. And I want to continue to do this. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And again, I think it just speaks to, I mean, it's, it's as simple as reaching out and starting a relationship, yeah. starting talking with somebody, you know, to set something yep. like this up. And I think sometimes like people are looking for this complex like DM strategy where you're going to reach yeah. out and you're going to set this yeah. up or whatever. And it was just, it's, it doesn't it, need to be complicated. Yeah. It's just yeah, more just, organic you know, than that. Just do it. Just say hi. And I love your work and tell them what they, what you like about their work and how you guys can connect and how you can help each other. So that's a really, it's a great tool. Social media is amazing for that. Yeah, absolutely. So is that something like when you travel now, are you still looking to set up like style shoots and things like that? Or really now are you at the point where it's more, you'll post your travel days and then you'll, you'll book some work and that becomes your content. Yeah. Usually what I'm doing is I'm booking work wherever that city is. And then I'm releasing my travel dates. If I have extra time to put some shoots on or do some anniversary sessions or something like that. So I just kind of wait and feel how it is. If I don't get any pull and I'm really eager to shoot something, I'll do a model call or I will reach out to a planner that I've connected with over the past. So it kind of, it's a little mix of both, but you make the most out of your trip. You're traveling and we all know traveling is exhausting. It's a whole nother element to just shoot in a wedding day or a session in another city. So I want to make the most of that time. Yeah, absolutely. And as far as your travel dates go, how far in advance are you posting your travel days? So usually I'm posting definitely at least a minimum of a month before, sometimes more if if I know that. So for example, I knew that I was going to Colorado twice this year. So I had those dates locked in. As soon as I locked them in with the clients, I went ahead and posted, Hey, I'm going to be here. If you want to schedule something, reach out, DM me, email me, whatever it is, contact me and we can set something up. Yeah. Awesome. 
Cool. So I guess pivoting now into talking about pricing a little bit. <laughs> and I think this is I think this is the scary part a little bit, you know, when you when you yeah. get that destination inquiry that you that you started dreaming of and then you're like I really want to work this but I got to charge x extra to cover travel. Do you have any tips like how do you go about making sure that you're not paying for your travel expenses going to do this work? Is that something that you build into your pricing? Is that something that you sort of, you just have like this policy, like, hey, if I'm traveling outside of a certain mileage, like, what does that look like? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's going to depend on person to person and what your business is and where you're going and what your pricing already looks like. So it's going to vary. And I've, I think I've, I've been in business for 10 years and I've tried it all, <laughs> every different method. And ultimately what has worked for me is including travel throughout the United States. So I've kind of included that into my pricing. I've been doing this for so long. I know what my flight is going to be. I know what my car rental is going to be. I know what I can get a hotel for. So I kind of have an idea and I set a budget of what I want that pricing to look like. And I include it into my pricing. So clients know when they book me that I will travel for your engagement session and I will travel for your wedding. It doesn't matter where I am in the United States, I'll travel. Obviously for overseas, it's a little bit different because travel is just more expensive to go yeah. overseas. So I do have a separate collection or collections for overseas travel that's outside of the continental US. So you got to do what works best for you. I mean, you definitely don't want to lose money and spend more money than you're sure. making. <laughs> sure. I don't think anyone wants to do that. Yeah. Even No matter how desperate you are, just stick to it. Your pricing is your pricing and people that value you and your work will absolutely pay the price to be there. Yeah. I, I guess I, I kind of like the, that you build in these expenses to into your pricing because it makes it really simple for people. Like they're not, they're not wondering, okay, oh, so this is your pricing, how much extra for the hotel, the car rental, yeah. food while you're there or whatever it might be. And it sounds like, and correct me if I'm, I'm wrong here, when you travel for one of these sessions, you're posting for others if you have time mm -hmm. and maybe doing other things like a, another yeah. anniversary shoot or something like that. Yep. And so it doesn't cost you any extra to book that that exactly. other anniversary shoot. Exactly. Yeah. 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 For example, I had a wedding in Vermont last year and I traveled up for, to Vermont. I shot their wedding and literally two days later, I had already scheduled a maternity session with a past client. And so, you know, it really, it really works when you put out that information out there and when people see it, they want it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the world of Instagram. I can't tell you how many times I've seen an influencer post something and I'm like, oh my God, I need it right now. And I, I go to the website and I buy it. And that's the same thing with they love your work and you're going to be in the area. It just makes it convenient for them. They don't have that extra cost to fly you in to be there. So, why not do it? Yeah, absolutely. So that makes a lot of sense. And then it also makes a lot of sense pricing separately for international travel, just because even among international travel, the prices can vary so much depending on, so much. <laughs> depending on where you are, on where you're going to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and if someone is photographing, if I'm photographing someone's wedding in Europe somewhere, that travel is going to look very different than if I go to somewhere in the Caribbean or mm -hmm. Mexico or something like that. So you really have to know what that travel cost looks like. And that takes lots of research. I, I feel like I've kind of got it down to a science as far as, you know, what days to buy flights, what time of year to buy flights and where I can cut costs and where I can't. So it, it becomes a science, but 
you, yeah. you know, once you get it, you get it. <laughs> What's the nearest airport you are closest to? So right now, so I recently moved to Florida. The closest airport to me is Palm Beach International. So they do have some international flights. And so apart from that, I have Fort Lauderdale and Miami to also like pull from. So I kind of search all three airports just to see what's the best opportunity. Yeah. Southwest though flies out of those three, right? Yeah. All three of them. So, yeah. so that's nice. Super easy. <laughs> yeah. And it might be for those of you listening, maybe you're living in an area that's like, we're not near a great airport, you know, like we were so yeah. Yeah. spoiled living yeah. in Annapolis. Right. Um, yeah. And being right next to BWI and being able to fly anywhere really easily. And so it would take us maybe a little bit more research to do something like that yep. than it would have back in, a, in Annapolis. So totally makes sense that you have to figure it out based on, you know, probably where you live and what airports are, are around you because Southwest is great because they fly so many different places domestically. They're relatively inexpensive and I'd say stress-free for the most part when it yeah. comes to like Absolutely. checking bags and stuff like that. Yeah. So that makes that makes a lot of sense. Also, part of the reason why we moved to this specific area, it was one of the requirements for my husband and I, he travels a lot too, where it was mm -hmm. like, okay, we need to be within an hour's drive of an international airport. Like other than that, it's not going to work for us. It's out of the question. We can't yeah. live there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah. speaking of airports and stress-free and stressful equipment, you know, I think that's the other question that I most <laughs> that commonly hear. Yeah. About destination work right after pricing. It's okay. Well, what do people do, especially with film? And I remember that being even for personal travel, relatively stressful, different from country <laughs> to country. And if you're at the airport yeah. and, and TSA is saying, Hey, no, we have to run this through a scanner or we have to do this with it. There's not really much you can do. You know, there's not yeah, really, absolutely. yeah. Like if you, if you want to get on the plane, you're going to have to follow their direction. So yeah. What tips do you have for people traveling with equipment to make it as stress-free as possible? Yeah, it's funny because this is the question I get asked all the time. Every time I travel, someone is always asking, how do you do it? And honestly, I, again, 10 years of traveling with equipment, you kind of just figure out how to downsize everything. And I think shoot and film has helped me do that because I have my favorite lenses. This is, these are my favorite cameras that I bring. And I try to bring as little as possible when traveling overseas. It just makes it easier. Even same thing for stateside. I, I'm that person with, you know, my camera backpack on all my equipment's in there and one carry on. And if it doesn't fit, it doesn't go. If I don't need it, I don't bring it. So with film, it's just, it's kind of a mix up that TSA Stateside, they usually don't have a problem. I know they did just update their scanners at some of the larger airports. So you definitely want to ask them to hand check it. And, you know, you can ask for a supervisor if they're giving you a hard time about it. But what I typically do is I throw some higher ISO film in my bag. Even if I'm not going to use it, like say Delta 3200, I'll just throw that in the bag and say, hey, everything's over 800. Like I need you to hand check it. And they don't even bat an eye. They're totally fine with it. Overseas, it is what it is. You can only do so much. <laughs> so you just ask, you ask politely. And if they say no, they say no. And you just roll with it. One of the things you can definitely do is mail your film overseas or you know, mail it to the, 
Yeah, you can, I've done that before. I've had, like, for example, my friend Caitlin, she would stay overseas and I would bring back her film for her to the States and mail it for her. Usually when I'm stateside, I try to mail my film before I fly just because I want it out of my hands. That's one less thing I have to worry about. So you take the precautions and you just kind of like think ahead. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you do. Yeah, I even fly with my package mailer, my mail and label, like everything is ready to go. And I just drop it in the mail and head to my flight. <laughs> yeah, a couple of bonus questions for those film listeners. Are you sending it USPS? I am. Yeah. Unless it's international. I am. And again, I research certain post offices. I will only send it, send any of my film, whether it's home or if I'm traveling to a main post office. Mm -hmm. I won't do any random whatever. I have tracking on it. I have it insured. Yeah. We used USPS and never had an issue. I've never had an issue. Knock on wood. Yeah. God willing. (laughs) But it's been great. I will drive 30 minutes out of my way to go to that main post office versus smaller post office that, you know, might take a little bit longer, but I do it and it's, it's worked great for me. Yeah, absolutely. I've shipped FedEx and I've shipped UPS and it's been okay. It hasn't been like anything. You're just paying more. Yeah. And things are getting there slower. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just do it and it's great and I love it and go support the post office. That's right. <laughs> second, it, right? <laughs> <laughs> second bonus question for film yeah. users. What lab are you sending it to? The Fine Lab, always and forever. I've tried them all, but the Fine Lab is my favorite and they're great and I love them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we haven't shot for years now, but I mean, you know, like we haven't shot professionally for years now, but we always use the fine lab too. And they were, we always thought they were great. Yeah. They're awesome. So, and just Shout reasonably priced. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They're not sponsoring this. Maybe they should. They're no, not I don't know. sponsoring <laughs> this. But you know what? It's great too, because I have the same scanner that scans all of my work consistently. So she's been yeah. scanning my stuff for over five years and she knows my style and it's great. I haven't had that service with other labs, so I'm not changing anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and once you find a good lab like that, yeah. just like you said, I mean, it's so nice, especially when you reach out, if there is some sort of issue and we never had a any sort of big issue, yep. but it might be like, we are expecting scans back on a Wednesday and it's Thursday morning and we haven't seen them and, you know, being able to send them an email and them knowing you right away. And they were always yeah. super quick to get back to you, you know? So yep. That that was always great. I do want to ask, as far as two questions, I guess, well, your favorite destination shoot of all time so far. Maybe that's not a fair question. That's not fair. You know, because <laughs> we, we love all our children equally. We but do, do. right now, what child do you love the most? <laughs> you know, what or maybe one of your favorites. And then okay. I want to hear what locations okay. on your dream list. And I don't even know. Do you have a dream yeah. list anymore? I feel like you've traveled so many no, places. My, my dream list is like pretty extensive. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the world needs to open up so we can get on this bucket sure. list. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So one of your favorite shoots of all time. Okay. Favorite like editorial shoots or like client shoots? Either one. There's a Any... difference. Okay. Or both. Um, what say, One of each. Okay. Editorial wise, we did a shoot in Cape Town at the beach and we found this, we didn't even have a plan. We had models, we had hair and makeup. We literally shot this the day we flew in. So it was a little crazy. Everyone met at our Airbnb. We got ready and we drove and we're like, we don't know where we're going to shoot. And it was like the most spontaneous thing ever, but it was so much fun. And we found this beautiful, like little cove. There was no one else there. These giant like folders and 
was beautiful. The models were great. And it was just such like an unreal time that we just kept saying, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Those I would say are probably some of my favorite images that we've shot. Client wise, I would say that it, I mean, they're all great. I love them all and I'm grateful for all of them. But I would say if I had to pick one person or one couple, it would be my first international wedding in in the Malfi Coast. Rachel and Josh, like they brought me all the way to Ravello and we made some insane magic there. We did an engagement session the day before around the town and then they got married the next day with just the two of them and their parents. And it was like literally the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> best ever. So, you know. They're all great. And I've been to some really, really cool places like Egypt and Hawaii and all that stuff. But the first one is always even more special, right? Yeah, absolutely. So tell me about your bucket list. Bucket list. Okay. I've been dying to go to Greece. We were supposed to go two years ago, but we ended up going to Egypt instead because I had a wedding. And so I brought my family with me and we went for 10 days and that was insane. So since we didn't do it then, we're like, (laughs) we're trying to do it this year. Obviously it didn't happen. So maybe next year. So Greece is at the top of my list. I really want to go to Argentina. And I'm really like dying to get to Southeast Asia, like all of it, not just Um, one place. I can't pick a place. I just want all of it for like two months. (laughs) Yeah. We try to do an overseas trip every two years. This would be, I guess this next summer would be two years. We haven't talked about it much, obviously, because just the state of the world. My dad really wants to go bring the family down to Argentina. So if that happens to overlap... All right. We, yeah, we need to connect. All right. <laughs> we, we need to connect. I think you need family pictures in Argentina. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, <laughs> and that would just be so much fun to be down there at the same time. That would be, yeah, that'd be a blast. It, it, it would. All right. Well, I really appreciate your time, Renee. And if you want to see Renee's work, one place that you can see him, there's at least one of our templates that has your work in it. Yes. I think more than one though. Yes. I can't remember the first one because that was so long ago, but there's a new one in your fall line coming out. Yeah. Crystal, which new one is the Alice Beach? Yes. yes. So that's, that's coming out. <laughs> yeah, coming out soon. So if this episode will have dropped by the time the our fall releases come out. But if you check out Alice Beach, that template looks even better because it has Renee's beautiful work in it. But if you want to check out Renee's work, go to Renee Hollingshead. Is it Renee Hollingshead photography.com or just Renee Hollingshead? That's what I thought. Cool. Yeah. And on Instagram? Renee H photo. Awesome. Because that is too long. <laughs> <laughs> well, for those of you who are driving, working out, whatever you're doing while listening to this podcast, you know that all the links will be in the show notes. So if you want to connect with Renee, you can check out those links there. And Renee, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. You. Thank you. So glad to be here. Thanks for tuning in to the Brands That Book Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review in iTunes. For show notes and other resources, head on over to DeviantCrista.com. 